Welcome to The Nine Line, your news and information source for healthcare-related issues impacting Southern Nevada veterans, and a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. And now, here's your host, Joshua Gray. Hello, and welcome to The Nine Line Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Gray. And we've got a great episode lined up for you here today. I am joined by Mr. Charles Ramey. He is the Chief of Communications and Customer Experience. Dr. Lorianne Vick, she is the Chief of Telehealth Services. And Brandy Ruiz, she is the My Healthy Vet Coordinator. That's a lot of different people that touch a lot of different things, all of them kind of technology and and quality of life related to uh, how we help service veterans here. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Awesome. So we'll go ahead and uh, start with Chuck. Um, You're the chief of communications and customer experience, and we're going to be focusing a little bit on that uh, customer experience side here today. I understand there's some some new things coming for people when they walk into our clinic and get ready to, or our hospital, and get ready to check into their appointments. Um, Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, you bet, Josh. So, um, you know, here at the VA, we are focused on trying to provide the best experience possible and try to ease, uh, you know, access to services and healthcare and that. And obviously, you know, Dr. Vic and and Ms. Ruiz are going to talk a little bit about uh, some of those, their programs that are part of that. But um, we are trying to integrate technology into the veterans uh, experience as much as we can. And a couple of the things that we have going on here at our facility, if you've been out here for an appointment here or at our clinics, you've uh, seen these kiosks where you've checked in for your uh, appointments. Well, those kiosks were run by a national contract that is going away. And uh, so they will be gone by the end of September. We are working on a couple of things t- um, th- that, that will help replace those. One is we are going to, uh, we are working on a solution here to put some kiosks in place for places where you don't have an appointment. Like, you know, if you go to the lab, you go to the prosthetics, radiology, some of those places we're working to get kiosks put in place for their solution to replace those. But these other places in the hospital where you have regular appointments, um, as you've checked in on those uh, kiosks before, uh, you know, you put all your information in the kiosk and everything uh, and checked in for your appointment. Those those will go away, but we are replacing those with what's called a patient check-in application. And what this is, is a web-based application that you can use either your phone or your computer, um, primarily like your smartphone. You can text to a phone number or uh, you can scan a QR code and it'll take you to a web-based application where you kind of punch in your information and it'll log in, you can check in for your appointment there. And it's a two-part process. The first part is, you know, all that information that you had to validate before whenever you go to a kiosk, like your insurance information, your address, phone number, those types of things. You're gonna be able to do that up to several days in advance. So like, let's say, you know, you know you're going to the VA on Wednesday for an appointment, you can up, you can check that, start checking in early on that. And then when you arrive at the VA, you can scan that QR code or put in that uh, um, that text number and do the part two to let them know you're here. And it'll check you in right away. So it actually, it's gonna be a change management type thing, but it'll be actually a little little easier to use. Um, so that's, that's one of the things we're doing here in the hospital. Um, one of the other things we're doing uh, as a VA, and uh, this ties into what Brandy's programs are 
she's going to get into is we have a new app that VA has launched. It's called a VA Health and Benefits app, and uh, you can get that on the Google iPhone or the Google Play or on the Apple Store. And um, what that does is that ties into all your VA health and benefits. I think at some point it'll tie in education as well. And you can go onto this app and you can, you can if you've got a My Healthy Vet account, a premium account, you can actually check the things that are on there. And Brandy will talk about those, you know, or check it in for appointments or your labs, those types of things. You'll be able to do that in the app as well as uh, do VA benefits stuff. Like if you need to get yourself a letter, you're, you're applying for a house and you need to get a, a service letter or, or a dis- disability letter um, those types of things you'll be able to do it right on the app so just some cool technology out there to help people get what they need um, from a uh, different perspective so for this new check-in process you know there there might be somebody who doesn't have a cell phone um, or they're just they're a very analog kind of person or they prefer something a little bit more face-to-face are they going to be forced into kind of a mobile check-in process or is there still going to be a way that people if they want to talk to somebody they can talk to so the still human element will still be there there's still going to be people at all of our desks to check people in and out we want to try people to try and use a mobile app if they're able because it will make it a a little bit more of a, a pleasant, easier experience for them where um, they may not have to stand in a line and wait to talk to a human being. We know that there are people. My dad's one of those those people. He's a Vietnam veteran, gets his care at the VA, and the guy does not touch computers, and he's barely trying to figure out how to use a cell phone. But uh, next time I'm, I'm visiting him and I go with him to a VA appointment, I'm going to show him how to do this. But uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that uh, yeah, there will still be the human element there. There will still be people to help you check in. We just want to, if you can learn the app and you have the smartphone or the technology, it will be a lot easier for you because you can bypass all of that. Okay. So Brandy, uh, over to you now. Um, you know, Chuck's, Chuck was saying that a lot of this touches a lot of what you do. So as the, the My Healthy Vet coordinator, for folks who don't know, what is My Healthy Vet? Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. So My Healthy Vet as a platform is just a way, it is web-based, so it is um, again, your computer or smartphone um, for a veteran to register and create an account. It is completely optional. Um, we assist veterans in doing so. But once they register for an account um, th- and we've authenticated them, they have full access to their health records, their health information, their upcoming appointments, past appointments, prescriptions, tracking the status of those prescriptions. Um, one of the biggest features is the communication with their care teams, so secure messaging with primary care or specialty clinics. Um, and then, like I said, access to health records. So, you know, checking the status of those labs they did five days ago. Can I get that report? Um, what's the you know, the ultrasound or the x-rays. So it's, the intent is for veterans, uh, much like the app, is for them to be able to engage and manage their health care much more personally with their care teams um, and the VA as a whole. Okay, so I guess the question I have then for, for this would be for you, Chuck, is we have My Healthy Vet and that's a web-based portal thing and then now we're going to have an app but it's not a my healthy vet app but it's pulling from the same kind of places it seems like there's there's space here for a lot of confusion about what does what and where you get it and and all of these things so kind of talk me through how how all of these things kind of touch each other well 
I think that it's 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 less confusing. It's actually it's more. Um, I think the the one thing with that app that'll give you the advantage is it'll it'll link you into those My Healthy Vet applications and that at least at the, at the basic level. And they are going to uh, expand those later on. But um, I think it what the VA is doing on a national level is we had these websites for years that were terrible. I mean, it was just terrible to even try and find out what's going on at your facility or to get any information on that facility and and how to how to get an appointment or how to you know contact somebody there so va through a, a veterans experience project has gone through and they've done a systems redesign thing and they've done journey mapping on how what how do we make ease for the veteran and uh, they've looked at several different things and one of those was a redesign of these websites so instead of having these uh, healthcare websites these cemetery websites and these benefit websites you have like a one-stop va.gov now and that va.gov is an integrated website that uh, where you go on there you log in you can log in with your my healthy vet account you can log in there with your your uh, ds login um, yeah, several different ways to to log into that and uh, you can get it's one-stop shopping for all of your health care needs so that is where VA is moving and that's what the app applies to you but uh, as part of that you need special people running special programs and you need those special capabilities and that's what my healthy vet brings to you um, it gives you that deep dive where okay the app will give you some good uh, wave top type stuff right now but as Brandy was talking about you can actually dig in there a little bit deeper and probably if you're looking for something that's very medical specific related you probably want to get on the web and get on that my healthy vet uh, site because that's probably where you're gonna be able to do a little deeper digging into what you need if I can expand just sure a bit. absolutely so and exactly what Chuck is saying the the change in the platform is my healthy vet I, I try to explain to the veterans it's that big umbrella the my healthy vet is now under that big va.gov umbrella so although it may be confusing you actually now have greater access to my healthy vet whether you use a va health and benefits app whether you go to va.gov and then maybe you were doing benefits and oh wait my 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 health is here as well or specifically the my healthy vet app or excuse me website so it literally has just actually increased access to um, how you can get that information. Yeah, so basically, don't don't get too caught up on names of right. apps and, right. and, and applications and, right. and web pages and things like that. That's always a good uh, a, a good piece of advice, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Dr. Vic, hi. hi. Welcome back. You've Thank been you. here with us before. So you manage all of the telehealth side of of everything here at the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System, and uh, just just recap for folks a little bit what telehealth is and what what that in encompasses. So it goes along the lines of what um, what we've been talking about already with technology. So there's different modalities of care um, or options um, to get care for our um, veterans here. So we have clinical video telehealth. And that is an option where the patient actually comes to the clinic and they're being seen by a provider who is located remotely, maybe in another state. Um, we have store and forward telehealth, which allows the technicians there in the clinics to take photographs um, of uh, the eye for patients that have diabetes or of the skin if they have a skin condition. Those images get uploaded into their medical record and then a provider looks at those images later and provides an interpretation and treatment plan for them. 
We also have home telehealth. That's a remote patient monitoring program that um, offers the patient the opportunity to learn skills to self-manage their chronic conditions like heart failure or hypertension or um, emphysema, lung disease. Um, it's a short-term program. It can be anywhere from six months to about 18 months, um, and it's used to help that patient manage their condition at home. Okay, so you know we're talking a little bit about what's new on, in, in all of these worlds. So what's new with telehealth? Mm -hmm. So since the last time I was here, there's been this big push for each vision to come up with clinical resource hubs. And what that clinical resource hubs are is it's, um, Think of it as a VA facility that has a surplus of resources. So maybe there's a lot of providers geographically located in one um, area, and then there's other areas within our vision that don't have that access to care. So California is one place where there's a surplus of providers, um, but there's more of a demand here in Las Vegas for care. So providers that are in Palo Alto or San Francisco, San Diego, they actually offer telehealth services to our veterans for a variety of uh, things, such as cardiac conditions, um, sleep medicine conditions, endocrine conditions, things like that. So that's something that's really big and we're excited about because it allows us to share resources across a, a visit, and even there's some national programs too. Um, the other thing that we've worked on um, since the last time we talked is our local providers partnering with the Nevada State Veterans Home. So um, because of the COVID pandemic, patients that are institutionalized, like in a state veteran home, they want to keep them contained and not have them exposed to um, to COVID potentially when they go out for medical appointments. So we have local providers now that can provide certain services virtually so the patient can remain in the state veteran home but receive care like um, we have urology services, vascular services, things that are commonly used by, um, by uh, residents in the state veteran home. Um, VA Video Connect is something that has really <laughs> have experienced an upward trend in terms of usage with the COVID pandemic. So we're trying to provide the veterans with additional resources to support them um, as they use this modality of care. So um, we were issuing um, iPads through the VA when we talked before, but now we've streamlined that process to make it a little easier for the patients to get the devices. Um, the next step with getting the technology is to actually know how to use it. So sometimes the patients are pretty tech savvy and they're able to use it without a problem and sometimes they need additional support. So we do have um, things in place to help them test their equipment ahead of time. So they can either, um, we can put in a consult for them to have a VVC test call done through a local um, team here. We also have white glove service, which is offered by the National Telehealth Technology Help Desk. So when they get a VA-issued iPad, they have instructions there to access the white glove service. Um, and the newest thing we have now is called Chatbot. And so that offers the veteran an opportunity to test their smartphone in preparation for a VA visit or VVC visit. So they simply text the letter V to either 83293 or they can use the phone number 323-621-3589. When they text the letter V to those numbers, they immediately receive prompting to test their device at that time. So it gives them you know, immediate access to testing their device so that they're prepared for the visit and they can actually focus on the visit as opposed to trying to fumble through technology. So a, a chat bot, is that something kind of interactive? I know there's a lot of websites out there now that kind of have those those virtual assistants that, you know, as soon as you go onto the website, it pops up and says, hi, mm -hmm. got any questions? Mm -hmm. um, is, is that basically
basically what the what the chatbot is for trying to test these? Is there any interaction there? It's it's um, what is it called? Artificial intelligence. So it sounds similar to the app that's going to be used for the check-in. So they text um, a, a letter or a number, or there's a QR code also that's an option. And as soon as they um, do that, then there's messages that pop up on their smartphone, and then it actually directs them to the virtual care room or virtual. Um, uh, the virtual medical room, I'm sorry, and they're able to test their audio and video equipment there or the smartphone. Awesome. That sounds like a, a very handy little thing to have. You I know? think it, it is. Especially for a lot of people that, you know, if, if they're alone and, and they're on their own and, you know, maybe their their caregiver's gone home for the day or something like that and they need help, you know, you've got something right there at your fingertips that can help walk you through a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. And I will, I'd like to just, if I could jump in there with to, just to talk about the importance of telehealth and what that has done for us, particularly during the pandemic. I'm going to use a non-pandemic example and a pandemic example. Uh, because we had Dr. Vic and her team and we were able to stand up this VA video connect and uh, had this telehealth capability, um, we had to cancel a lot of appointments uh, in person because of, at the early days of the pandemic. Um, well, because of uh, being able to tap into the telehealth and the VA video, connect we were able to start recovering from that very quickly and uh, one area we greatly increased access to healthcare was through mental health and a lot of that was because we had the telehealth capability VA video connect etc for the veterans to get those resources so we were able to actually expand some of our mental health uh, appointments through uh, COVID because of telehealth now, uh, Dr. Vic talked about the, um, the doctor shortage. So we are 48th for nurses, 49th for physicians, 50th for behavior, uh, behavioral health specialists and primary care physicians in the nation. So Pahrump, Nevada, you know, we have a hard enough time getting uh, physicians here in Las Vegas, but Pahrump, Nevada is even a much more play difficult place to get a doctor. Um, biggest complaint out there is that for years was they wanted a doctor. So we tapped into this resource, uh, the clinical resource hub, and we were able to get a doctor from San Francisco VA. And she, her name is Dr. Sarna, and she is a full-time provider at the Pahrump, Nevada Clinic. She has a panel of about 900 veterans, I believe, Dr. Vic. Mm -hmm. And... Um, she provides them care through the through the VA, you know, through the through the video connect at the, at the facility. The veterans come in like they're having a regular appointment. Doctor Sarna meets with them via telehealth. She travels out to the facility about once a quarter to meet with people who may just have some advanced needs. But those veterans, the biggest ones that were complaining about wanting to have a doctor in their town and in their clinic, are part of her panel. And they say, if you get a doctor out here, um, we still want to stay with Doctor Sarna. So, mm -hmm. where people are learning how to use the technology, and the VA is taking the lead on a lot of that. Excellent. Well, that's all great information. So yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going to take a really quick break and then we'll be right back and we're going to drill down a little bit more on some of these topics. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Nine Line, a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. We'll be back with more right after this. This is the story of a very special woman. Just a few knew about her superpowers. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It was a normal day. He was in some minor accident, a fender bender. And I had this impulse to call him, but I didn't. 
because I thought I could call him later that week. He abandoned the car, he came home, and he shot himself without ever talking to anyone. When I came home that night and I found her, they told me that she had shot herself, and I couldn't believe it. I asked if he was okay. Shooting is unfortunately effective. There are not a lot of second chances. Once you pull that trigger, that's it. There is no coming back. 63 Americans a day die by gun suicide. By storing our guns safely, locked, unloaded, and away from ammo, we can give our loved ones a second chance at life. Learn more at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council. Welcome back to The Nine Line, Southern Nevada's source for veteran-related healthcare news and information. Here's your host, Joshua Gray. Welcome back to The Nine Line. I am your host, Joshua Gray, joined by Charles Ramey, Dr. Lorianne Vick, and Brandy Ruiz. And we are talking all things technology and, and patient-related technology things here today on The Nine Line. So Brandy, my healthy vet. I understand, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways to, that you can access this. Um, there's different account types that you can have uh, inside of this, uh, this application. Uh, tell me a little bit more about those. Sure. So um, as I mentioned earlier, it's, it's an option. So veterans um, take the initiative to register, create a My Healthy Vet account. When they do so, that initial layer is a basic. It's informational and resource only. They will not have access to their personal medical health information at that point. Um, what we do um, as VA staff and your My Healthy Vet team is we authenticate. So we verify their identity because, again, it, it is all about protection and making sure it's the veterans that's accessing their health information. So once it's authenticated, we verify the, their ID and we during the pandemic took advantage of that VA Video Connect. Um, and I met with many veterans, literally a provider would just do a warm handoff. I'd come on the line and we would do the identity, identity verification right then and there and get them authenticated and upgraded to premium. So that was a huge, huge plus. Um, over the phone, we have staff members that can do that at the clinics. Um, so there's multiple ways to authenticate. But once they're a premium, then they're able to then access, um, as we mentioned earlier, their personal health information, the prescriptions, um, their appointments, their data, um, and the messaging to their care teams. And, you know, of course, security is always something that evolves. Um, right. I understand there's a new way of, of a new layer that's going to be coming to sign-ins relatively soon. Um, what's that about? So there is a the new sign-in process. Um, so based on an executive order that is improving cybersecurity, um, we're going to fall in line with those what, what those requirements are. And that added security means that veterans will be asked to verify their like email and phone numbers um, in order to incorporate that multi-factor authentication. So for any veterans that currently um, maybe like try to call their bank and then they get text, you know, like a six-digit code, um, that process is being added to the My Healthy Vet sign-in. What they've also incorporated is that partnership. So the relationship with login.gov, DS Logon, IDMe, and the original My Healthy Vet user ID and password that the veterans created themselves. So again, it's that partnership um, to be able to utilize multiple platforms to still access the same site. Um, 
But again, as they're doing that, um, it was supposed to come online a bit ago. Um, but as you can tell, all the platforms that I mentioned, technology. So they're still working out some bugs. Sure. Um, so we are telling veterans it, it, the goal is sometime in 2022, it, it will transition fully to that new sign-in with that multi-factor authentication. But right now, um, again, some technology issues, veterans can still utilize um, just My Healthy Vet Logon, continue with that until it's fully implemented. So, and this will be a question for everybody, but you know, as all of these changes get made and, and all of these functions get added and, and more information gets put at people's fingertips, what kind of feedback are you getting from, from veterans? Is there, I, I know, especially with telehealth in those pre-COVID days, there was a lot of resistance, right? I want to see a person. Mm -hmm. And then once COVID kind of took effect and people were, were pushed into it, you know, people started to understand how, how beneficial it could be. Oh, I don't have to drive all the way to the clinic. I don't have to get a ride. I don't have to do this. I don't do that. I can sit on my couch and see a doctor. Mm -hmm. um, so as all of these things kind of get layered in, what kind of feedback are you all getting on, on how these things work? So I think for, for telehealth, I had the opportunity to go to Pahrump and Laughlin at times and just kind of hang out there with the staff and see that patient that's going to go in for that very first telehealth visit. They're kind of grumpy sometimes, dissatisfied because in the rural areas, we hadn't have the, had that consistent in-person provider there. Um, and so I would just talk with them and say, you know, just give it a try and see how you like it. There's definitely options to do in person, but just see how this one goes. So they go in very reluctant, but I honestly have never had an experience where the veteran came out and wasn't happy with the experience. It's just trying to get them to try it for the first time. First time. So my hope is that because telehealth has been kind of forced upon us because of the pandemic, now that they've had exposure to that modality of care, they'll be more inclined to use it. Um, and that goes also for our home telehealth program. Because of the COVID pandemic and um, patients you know, going home with COVID but still being pretty sick and needing monitoring, um, the home telehealth program established a respiratory infectious disease um, management protocol. And so patients that may have not used home telehealth before had their first experience with getting that support during um, their COVID infection. And so what we've done is that once they complete that program, we offer them um, continued enrollment in the program to manage another chronic condition. And we have found that some patients now are more open to that, that option than before. If I could, Go me. for it, yeah. So to expand on that, because we have found, again, very much the same, some reluctance. Um, but with the expansion of telehealth, that naturally led to the expansion of the My Healthy Vet. One for the secure messaging communication, um, the reminders of you have a VA video connector, a telehealth appointment coming up. Um, but being able to veterans find, being able to read those notes from that last visit and having that information at their fingertips as they're entering into that telehealth visit um, or that VA video connect visit has been extremely helpful. Again, we've talked about our analog community that we're service, servicing. I don't always remember what was said two weeks ago. Um, so accessing their health information, knowing what was said, reminders to help them be able to better communicate with the providers. And that secure messaging is the biggest selling point for us at this point. Once they get in, in the habit of having that access to their care teams and communication, um, 
they find it's very useful and they really if they if they can't get through to a provider they are very much leaning towards that secure messaging. Uh, kind of in that same vein of uh, bringing traffic down and things like that, you know, what kind of impact does My Healthy Vet have on um, uh, sort of those high traffic areas here in the clinic, like the pharmacy and things like that, where you know now a veteran can just go in and process all of mm-hmm. their, their prescription refills right there in, in, in the not module? All, not all, but most. Um, yeah, but the key is it. we encourage one of the biggest from the pandemic and from the My Healthy Vet is educating and encouraging the staff to encourage the veterans to utilize it. And we're finding more and more that telehealth, they're awesome. They let them know right away, here's an option, you know, here's the information for your My Healthy Vet. Um, I worked really closely with a pharmacist and the pharmacy leadership team um, for them to ensure that, that veterans understand that. But huge, significant, even calling their primary care to check on the status of those labs decrease in those phone calls, mm-hmm. decrease in the, the the body standing in line. Right. Absolutely. And I would agree with you. I think it, it's, it's, it's been that. Um, a lot of times I think we make assumptions too. We assume that if somebody is an, a, a member of an older population that they're not going to, uh, you know, grasp this type of stuff. But with a little training and a little, uh, you know, coaxing, I, I've seen quite the opposite. We actually have a... Uh, believe he's 92 now um he's a red coat ambassador here guy walks 15,000 steps every time he's here world war ii veteran uh, korea vietnam retired navy um he this gentleman has he has an ipad that he carries with him everywhere <laughs> he has a smartphone um he is he is connected um and then he is actually out there showing other veterans how to tap into resources and technology we talk about resources one thing we have here's our wayfinding application and he's actually using it and showing other veterans how to use it too. So um, I think once people do learn the technology and get comfortable with it, they do find that it is much easier. Because our big thing is we want people to have access to their care and get their questions and their needs addressed. And if we can teach them how to fish a little bit, you know, maybe they can take care of that on their own and then it doesn't tie up resources and we're able to provide more care. So I'm going to ask everybody to kind of get out their, their crystal balls here, right? And as all of these things get, get more and more pushed online and get easier and easier, uh, where do things end up in this facility in 10 years or so, five years, you know? Well, I guess everybody's staring at me. I'll, I'll take it first. <laughs> so I will uh, try to channel my inner Dr. Commandery, who's our chief of staff here. <laughs> and uh, Dr. Commandery, he he is sold on these things. And and I think that the pandemic actually put us. And Dr. Vic could probably speak to this better than I. I think it put us about four or five years ahead of where we thought we would be as far as uh, getting veterans integrated and using telehealth. Um, we think that probably in the future, a lot of the delivery of healthcare, like the rest of this nation, is going to be through those virtual modalities, such as Dr. Vic and her team offer, or they're going to be accessing their information through the services that Brandy and her team make sure that we provide to our veterans here. So, um, and then these other applications, as we've talked about, v, Big VA has bought onto this. So, I, I think um, I think the future of healthcare is going to be a hybrid. 
and I think you're going to see uh, virtual pieces and parts of that play a bigger role in how we deliver those care and services. We're doing that now, and a lot of reasons, the only reason we're able to deliver a lot of care and services we are here in Southern Nevada is because, like, um, for example, I'll use our ICU as a matter. We have what's called a tele-ICU, and we have doctors, uh, nurses in Chicago and doctors in Minneapolis. Um, our, our doctors go in there, or nurses at night shift, they push a little green button. We made it green because we didn't want to make it red for say stop, don't push this. They can push a button, and we've got a little ball computer that comes online. They can read these their their medical information. They can they can look into the pupils of their eyes. Um, that's the type of technology we're able to provide, just because um, that we have a telestroke program where we can take an iPad in our emergency department. I can look at you, Josh. I can see how you're responding, and I can tell if you're you're having a stroke or not. So, mm-hmm. so virtual care is going to be more and more about what we do, and it's going to be less and less about where you live and where those state lines are because as a VA we're a federal agency so we can practice across mm-hmm. state lines unlike our, our state and uh, local partners so you're going to see a lot more of that uh, as as the VA evolves and moves forward is my my prediction mm-hmm. sounds like the future is very very bright indeed yeah and I think the the two programs you mentioned are national programs the tele ICU and the tele stroke program and I think right now the push is for regions or visions to come up with um, clinical resource hubs and I think that's going to expand to national where you know we may have a national consult for cardiology for example and whichever facility has capacity to take on that consult would take that on so I just see us reaching out further in terms of sharing resources which is really exciting it sounds very exciting indeed well, yeah and from the my health event perspective just the veterans managing and engaging with their health care and that's what the my healthy vet program helps them with all these they're providing their care but this is the 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 repository where they can go in and just know that information have access to it um it just keeps them informed excellent and i'm a veteran i get my care here at va and i have my own my healthy vet count and i will tell you i've just seen the short time i've been you know it's probably about five years or so i've seen that capability grow so much everything from the secure messaging now we have imaging in there you know um labs all that great stuff a point we can make appointments in there so um it, it's just a phenomenal resource and i think every one of our veterans here at va southern nevada should sign up for that excellent and if somebody wanted to sign up for my healthy vet online where do they go so they would just go to www.myhealth.va.gov um, and there's a prompt to register. It takes uh, 10 or 15 minutes because um, again, we're matching the veterans with their records. Um, and if they have questions, it does give you the opportunity to either call a help desk, a national one, or it could refer you to your local My Healthy Vet coordinators. And that's 10 to 15 minutes if they want to get through all of the verification and everything? That's just the initial basic. That's the initial, mm-hmm. okay, gotcha. All right, well, that seems like a good place to leave it here for today. Thank so you. I would like to thank the three of you for joining me here today. And that'll do it for this episode of The Nine Line. I'm your host, Joshua Gray. We will see you next time. You've been listening to The Nine Line, a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. For more information about what the VA is doing for Nevada's veterans, check out our official webpage at www.lasvegas.va.gov or follow us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash lasvegasva. Thanks for listening. <laughs>